So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley where you get the positive energy you need to help you grow your business your relationships and your mindset if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog post visit sixfigurephotography.com Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. My name is Ben Hartley. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Really grateful uh, that, that you're tuning in, that you're with us, that you care enough about yourself and, and your business. My guess is you care a lot about your clients uh, and your family and your friendships uh, to be taking the time uh, to not just entertain, but to really self-develop. And so I'm, I'm just, I'm so glad that you are here. Welcome to the show. Uh, before we dive in to you guys listening to me talk to Amira, who I'll introduce in just a second, I want to actually invite you to a space where uh, I can actually listen to you talk to me. Now, the podcast is really cool because you kind of get this inside look of these conversations, but I have this community on Facebook called the Six Figure Photography Mastermind Group. And Monday through Friday, I go live in there. I do daily live video content. And the really cool thing about that is that you can join the live stream and you can pop in and you can say, hey, Ben, I listened to episode 33 of the podcast. I have a question. Or you could just say, hi, this is weird. <laughs> I've only heard your voice. Now I'm seeing you. Um, whatever it is that we can actually have a, a dialogue and I can actually hear you and then converse with you. And so I want to invite you over to that space. It's a free community. You can get access to it at sixfigurephotography.com, S-I-X, not just the number, sixfigurephotography.com forward slash mastermind. I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys in the group. Well, today we have Amira Alvarez on the show. Amira is the CEO and founder of the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where she helps ambitious women entrepreneurs, small business owners, women leaders in the workplace create uh, true freedom and live an uncompromised, unstoppable, and I love this next word, delightful life. It's so good, Amira, a delightful life from the overwhelm, burnout, or financial constraint. I'm really excited. She, uh, Amira reached out to me uh, just through email, kind of gave me a vision of, of what she's up to, uh, the things that she's passionate about um, uh, having conversations with and empowering uh, women towards and and I was like, yeah. She was like, is this does this line up? Is there space for this? Can we talk about mindset? Can we talk about this stuff? And I was like, yes, yes, yes. Let's do it. And so, Amira, welcome to the show. How are you? 
I'm super. Thank you so much for saying yes. That's obviously a super powerful word in this world. And I'm so glad you did and that it does line up and that we get to jam today. Yeah, and jam we will. Can you tell me? I was so I, I listen, I'm I like words. I think words, I think language is I think it's like a I treat it as a technology, <laughs> which is probably a can of worms in itself, but it's so powerful. Um, and I love that word that you chose, delightful, that you have this, um, well, you have the Unstoppable Woman podcast. And, um, and, and I love the, the mission is to create true freedom and live an uncompromised, unstoppable, delightful life. Can you tell me more when you chose that word delightful, what was spinning in those gears of yours? Absolutely. So first of all, I chose a word initially that's not really a word, which is delighted, like I want to live a delighted life. Mm. And I changed it for grammatical purposes so people wouldn't freak out about uh, what that meant. But I want to live, like, I'm all about helping entrepreneurs, small business owners really get to that place of financial um, abundance, some economic freedom, really feeling like they have control over the inflow and the outflow and all of that and really go for next level goals. Money is super important to the, the, the mission, right? Your mission for your clients as well, right? Like it's, it's, it's critical, but, and this is a big, but if you're still miserable when you're making money, who the frickety frick cares, right? Like, <laughs> like, like that's not what life is about. Like I want, I want a bigger life. I want to mm. feel um, like I've left everything on the table every single day. Like I'm going full out. And I, in order to get to that place, Ben, I had to figure out how to, and this is where the mindset piece comes in, right? How to really manage my thinking and not in a woo woo, um, you know, magic sprinkles kind of way, but in a like very tactical way, because I was going on emotional roller coasters every single day and multiple times a day. And you know, there's the classic joke. Have you seen the the image of like being the entrepreneur? Like it's great one day and then goes down and you're like, what the heck happened? And everything's right. And you're on this up and down. And, and I get that there's truth to that. And, and it's true for life in general. So if that's the truth that there's going to be, you know, ups and downs, what if I could mitigate that and keep my delight regardless of outside circumstances, regardless of those ups and downs. And that was life-changing for me, Ben. Mm. Like, yeah. can I go a little bit further on this? Cause it's, oh, it's amen. Yeah, girl. Okay. Listen, I'm here to, I am here to just ask some questions and then to shut up and listen. So you <laughs> keep going. Okay. So here's the thing. I think we get lulled into believing that our emotional ups and downs, like even let's just think about it. Like you didn't make the sale, you crash afterwards. Like you get resentful. You like, I'm working so hard. Why aren't people saying yes? Or the marketing didn't work. And you're like, wah, 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 wah. and you go on this down. Or if you're working in a full-time job and it's not your own business yet, but you're trying to start your own business and you got the side hustle on the side, but something bad happens at work 
and you're frustrated and you're exhausted at the end of the day and you don't have time to work in your business. And then that's like another downward spiral. And you, you, it's very tactical. Like these, we think that these ups and downs, these sort of negative reactions to common life experiences are normal and they are normal, but, but that, that, that we have to stay trapped in those responses. And the truth is that you can elevate your life so much more if you don't take that as the standard. If you say, I I'm going to raise my standards here. I'm going to demand of myself. And it is the demand that I'm going to react differently in this moment and, and create a different storyline, if you will, in, in your mind. And you don't have to go into the spin out. That was a freaking breakthrough for me to not be reactive, reactive like that, but to be responsive and to take control over my, quite frankly, my life. And it's only helped my bottom line. In fact, it's been critical to, to my bottom line. Yeah, man. I love it. There's so much to unpack there. There's a lot, there's a lot to get into. It's fun when you were, when you were defining that word delighted and, um, it, uh, and you were saying that, yes, we need money. Um, but if we're just making money and we're not happy, like, what's the point? Like, like what's, what's going on? There's this, um, so it's a very similar train of thought. I, I host this workshop at my home, uh, for photographers a couple times a year, 20 people come out and they spend a few days with me. But it's called abundance. Uh, but but then there's a little subtitle, you know what I mean? That little like little, little uh, yeah, the little subtitle. And it says maximizing joy, meaning, oh, and by the way, profits. It's like the afterthought. <laughs> it's like it's it's interesting when you maximize your joy and your meaning, the profits tend to come, you know. Um, but I think there's a lot of messaging out there that's just like you know, maximize profits, maximize profits, maximize profits, revenue, 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 and it's easy to kind of stay. Uh, I don't want to say sidetracked by that, or maybe it's like maybe overly focused on that. And I'm curious if, you know, how did, how did you kind of understand that maybe, uh, in order to get to the goal, uh, there had to be, or, or this financial goal, there had to be like a bigger goal goal than just money? Am I making any sense with that Absolutely. question? <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm going to be really transparent about my story here, Ben, and yeah. it will eventually align with what you're saying, but initially probably not. Okay. Sure. So, you know, I had been in business for about three years and I had consistently made more money each year, which I was very proud of. Okay. So I'm going to share my numbers. I'm very transparent about it. I think it helps people understand what's possible. It's not a like flip your hair back and say you're all that and more, but like, so people understand first year in business, 30 K second year in business, 90 K not insignificant there, tripling your income. Third year in business got to 138. Okay. All three of those years, like I was in love with my business. Like I, I was using it as inspiration. I just wanted to like do a great job. Okay. Like really like what's the next thing in front of me? Let's go for it. But if I'm truly honest, I was strapped for money. Okay. Like I wanted to make money. Like I had bills to pay. And so money was a big motivator. And then in that year when I, 
hit 138. There was this point where I was, you know, it was a 12 hour day. It was the end of my 12 hour day. It's probably longer than 12 hours to be honest, but let's just call it a 12 hour day. And my husband was calling up and being like, Hey, you coming down for dinner? And I was like, yeah, honey, I'll be right down. Give me, give me five minutes. You know, an hour later, cause I'm trying to do one last thing. I was like, Oh, he started dinner. Oh, I, I, I really effed up here. Right. And I like, this was unsustainable to keep, um, thinking that hard work alone was going to change my economic outcome. And I did some deep thinking and, and here's, I'm going to circle back to your question in just a moment. Oh, yeah. I think it's it, the, the context is important. That year I said, F it. I want to make a million dollars this year. It was crazy talk, like initially, but then I became, then I like decided to believe it and go for it. And I studied what it took to really make quantum leaps and change how I was acting and being and thinking and feeling and all of that in this world. And I went from 138 to 700K in one year, which is five times in your income. I didn't make a million dollars, you guys. Okay. I didn't make my goal. Um, but I did, I, I really went for more. So what I'm saying to your point is initially I had financial goals. The unconscious competency around that was that I was doing both. I was doing the tactical strategic things that you need to do in your business, like setting big goals, tracking your numbers, understanding the, the, the three ways to make more business, more money, which I can share in a moment if you're interested and like executing, like really going for it, like not ignoring the numbers. And I think some people initially say, okay, money's not that important. I'm going to ignore the numbers. You can't do that. Okay. You have to, you have to um, keep that present. The, the other things that I was doing at the time was I was giving great service. Okay. I was stepping up my game. I was loving every moment of what I was doing. I was changing my mindset from being um, frustrated with situations to personally responsible, um, engaged, enthusiastic, um, really understanding the law of compensation, which says you'll be compensated according to the need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty in replacing you. Combining that with the first law of receiving, which is giving, right? So if you show up and give a ton, there's a need for what you do. You're really good at what you do. And you're difficult to replace because you understand your unique value proposition and you give tons in advance, you will knock it out of the friggin' park. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So like, how do I say this? I, I did both concurrently then. Like I needed mm-hmm. to, I needed to get really clear about the tactical side of things, which I think you really help people with, right? Like I needed to get really clear about how I was going to, to, to close the gap, right? And, and, really quantum leap my income. And I had to turn into someone who loved her life. Okay. Regardless of the challenges that were in front of me. Hmm. Yeah. 
And I think that's that's that component that uh, um, I was tr- I was suggesting it getting at is is the the financial kind of component when it's the sole focus is not always, but it's largely pretty confined by a lot of maybe by the past of how things have showed up for you previously, or it's kind of confined by um, the, the limiting beliefs of what you think is possible. And it's when you actually start to kind of addition, whether it's you switch gears or you add a gear like you did, mm-hmm. where you're where you're really taking ownership of of mindset and of of kind of purpose and meaning, and and I guess in maybe more of being rather than just doing, like how you actually show up in the space that you are doing these things. Um, that then it starts to open up and there's like new possibilities. There's like, that's the expansion kind of like, oh, I can go from, like you said, what, 130 something to 700. That's a possibility. Like, um, or even that original goal of like, I'm gonna make a million this year. Like that doesn't even enter most people's minds. They're like, no, that's crazy talk. Yeah. You know? Um, and so you mentioned something and you, you dropped a couple of these laws during, yeah. during your explanation. And, and so do you mind explaining these laws? Like, uh, how, yeah, whether you actually outline them or even just how they, how you know they exist, how you came to be, I feel like I just asked you a billion questions. (laughs) Let Let me ask you one question at a time. That's one of my biggest rules is one question at a time. So let me rewind. You mentioned a couple laws. Um, can you first, uh, just kind of address, what these maybe laws are based in. Absolutely. So, and and I do want to make a point about like, to, to your end, if people are only concerned about the money, they are going to, they're, they're by definition in scarcity thinking. Okay. Mm. And the, your business has to be about so much more, but it can't not be about that either. Otherwise, it's a, a hobby or otherwise you're going to be struggling and not making the kind of money that you actually desire. So, um, okay. So these laws are universal laws and they are fundamentally what changed my ability to go from feeling like life was happening to me. I had no control you know, outside circumstances, COVID, um, the economy, uh, what other people think, right? All this, like, I'm just getting started. Whatever the outside circumstance was, if you don't understand how the laws of the universe work, you're going you're gonna to think that life is happening to you when you actually are the center of creation for your own life. Ben is, I am, each individual person is. And when you understand these laws, which are like the the law of gravity. Like you can't see gravity, but you know that gravity exists. We all do. I could not, if pressed, explain the mechanism for gravity. I don't know that, you know, all but a few of the most highly trained physicists can probably do that, right? Um, Mm -hmm. but we all know that it exists. And it's it's the same with these universal laws that they exist and they are what life is based on. And if you understand them and you start applying the principles of them, working in alignment with them, 
your ability to create whatever you want gets bigger and bigger and bigger, which means if you want happiness, if you want the joy that you're talking about, Ben, this is going to, to, to add to it. If you want the, the financial remuneration, it's a hard word for me uh, to pronounce, these are going to help you do them. So, and, and fundamentally I had to, to, I studied with a mentor and I went and I studied these laws on my own and doing so is what dramatically turned the financial picture for myself. So and, and they are universal and there are seven foundational laws. There are a bunch of subsidiary laws and I learned them directly from my mentor and he learned them from his mentor and he learned them from his mentor and they've been passed down for centuries, really. Who, do you, do you mind me asking who your mentor was? So my mentors, so my mentor, I'll tell you the whole lineage. My mentor <laughs> was David Nagel, fantastic hugely great person. Go check him out. Uh, Bob Proctor fan- was his mentor. Fantastic, hugely um, amazing person. And, you know, go go watch him on YouTube. He, he's got great stuff. I didn't connect with him initially. Um, I, I couldn't hear his message initially. Now I love him. And he worked with Earl Nightingale. He worked with Leland Van, uh, Leland Val Vandervall. Um, another amazing person. And before him was uh, Napoleon Hill, who wrote Think and Grow Rich. And Napoleon Hill worked with Andrew Carnegie. And it keeps going back and back and back. So it comes from this whole lineage of, and I'm happy to be a woman in that lineage now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, podcast listeners, we're going to take a quick pause here in order to give a thank you to the supporters of the SFP podcast, because if you're listening, it likely means that you have a small business or you know someone who does. And if this is you, you are wearing far too many hats. And some of these hats are amazing, right? Like being a photographer, but some like filing taxes, running payroll, not so great. This is where Gusto comes in. This is the solution, you guys. Gusto, G-U-S-T-O, Gusto. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, HR actually easy for small businesses. I used to be on like an old school payroll processor from like 1982, and it was terrible. Gusto now has fast, simple payroll processing. Uh, This is the really cool thing. They automatically pay and file your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Um, They make like like W-2s, sending out 1099s, uh, incredibly easy to run. You guys, those old school clunky payroll providers, the one that I was on that I just left, uh, they just weren't built for the way that the small modern business uh, is meant to work, but Gusto is. You guys, no joke. I got really excited because I switched to Gusto before they contacted me uh, to come on as an advertiser. I'm like, this just makes sense. I actually use this thing. Um, The really cool thing too is everything is online, like the ability to sign, store, and organize all the employee documents. It's all online. It's all in one place. You guys, let Gusto wear one of your many hats. Uh, It gets better because for you podcast listeners, you get the first three months free when you run your first payroll. Try this demo out for yourself at gusto.com forward slash photo. That's gusto.com, G-U-S-T-O forward slash photo. 
do you remember when you started your photography business? Like it was no small feat. It took late nights. It took early mornings. It took the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little bit easier? Uh, our friends at FreshBooks, they have the solution. So FreshBooks is invoicing and accounting software, and it is designed specifically for small business owners, not like massive shops, small business owners. It is simple, it's intuitive, and it keeps you way more organized. Uh, well, then uh, for me, it's, it's like the bottom drawer of like my Ikea furniture, but maybe you're like the shoebox kind of person with the crumbled receipts. Either way, with FreshBooks, you create and send professional-looking invoices in like 30 seconds tops, and then you get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. File expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time, which is my biggest downfall is that organization for tax time. And here's the best part. With FreshBooks, it grows alongside your business, so you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without ever having to learn the ins and outs of accounting. So join the 24 million people who have used FreshBooks. There's a 30-day free trial. There's no catch. There's no credit card required. 30 days free. Go to freshbooks.com forward slash photography. Freshbooks.com forward slash photography and enter six-figure photography. And how did you hear about us? That's the little section there. How did you hear about us? Six-figure photography. You guys, at this point... Let's hop back to the show. Do you mind sharing um, a, a few? You don't have to go through all seven laws of success, but but do you mind sharing a couple uh, that that uh, do you think maybe? Uh, listen, you're welcome to go to all seven, but a, a couple that y- you would enjoy talking about, or or sure, maybe you absolutely. believe they would have the most impact for the audience. Uh, yeah, let's do let's do a few, and you can tell me. Uh, how many, you know, I'll just keep going. You just tell me one. (laughs) Sure, sure. Let's do it. Okay. So the law of polarity, and I think the three that have made the biggest impact on me have been the law of polarity, the law of cause and effect, and the law of relativity. Okay. So the law of polarity says that nothing is created uh, everything is created as a whole. Nothing is created as a part or a half. Fractions are a, a mental imagination of human beings. We've created that. But if you look out in the world, everything is created as a whole. There is no half of an elephant, okay? The distance from LA to New York is always the same amount. It's whole, okay? You can't you can't divide it and say that's the distance from LA to New York. No, it is what it is. Okay. It's X number of miles. Everything is created as a whole. And there's for every left, there is a right for every up. There is a down. Okay. For every above, there is a below and they are connected. Okay. So there's two sides to everything. So polarity is those two sides, mm-hmm. There's two Makes sides sense. to everything. Now, how does this work with goal creation and your financial outcome is a goal. Okay. And you must be good with setting goals for yourself. I don't care if it's for your health or your relationship or, or your, your business, but you have a desire. There's, there's some desire that you have for something more that you don't have in your 3d manifested world right now. So let's say it's 
you know, your business is called the six figure, um, photography, right? Like your, your podcast. Okay. So the people listening, they want to make six figures. Okay. So let's just use that. If you truly have that desire to make a hundred K, right? Like I just friggin' want to make a hundred K. That's awesome. Desire is causative. It's what moves us forward, calls us forward. But that is only an idea right now. Okay. It's not in your 3D manifested world. Maybe you're making 20K or 30K or 50K right now. Okay. That's what's in your 3D world. And there's a gap there. Okay. The way to, to, to apply the law of polarity in this case is to know that when the desires felt the supply is ready to appear. Now the supply is in the non-form, okay? The idea world. You could call that spirit. You could call that energy. You could call that the universe. But it's in the ethers, if you will, as an idea of what you desire. And you wouldn't have felt it if it wasn't ready to appear because it must be connected to something in the 3D world, okay? That that desire is ready to appear. Now the challenge is, okay, that idea is connected to the to its form. It's just in the the non-form world as an idea. But you have it. You're on the other side of it. Which means it's whole. You just have to do the work to take it from idea into the 3D. Mm -hmm. So this makes the fact that I said, holy freaking shit. He told me I could make a million dollars this year and I couldn't, I didn't feel any BS energy behind that. That felt like a truth. I want that. And then I was like, if I, if I desire it, it's ready to appear. I know that I have the capability of doing that. The potentiality exists. And here's where people get stuck a little bit, Ben. They go, oh, the potentiality exists. I don't have to do anything. And that's not true. Okay. You use it as a way of claiming your bigger goals that really excite you. And then you do the work to, to, to move it into the, the, the manifested, if you were, will, world, the created 3D physical world. And you use the law of polarity to keep your faith, quite frankly. Okay. I know I can do this. I know I can do this. The law says it's here and it's here now. Okay. Everything is here and here now, but I don't have the desire to be uh, a brain surgeon. Okay. I just randomly pick something that's sure. not in my sphere of potentiality. I don't want that. Okay. It's not ready to appear for me right now. Does that make sense? I, I believe so. This is, I mean, you know, yes, I believe it does. So I guess I've got a couple of follow-up questions. So, uh, and you do, at this point, you just correct me with how far off I am. <laughs> sure thing. Um, so, so it sounds like desire is the evidence that it's obtainable, that it's ready. Am I missing? Is that fair? That is a hundred percent. Can I, can I give you a little bit more on that? Oh, please. Okay. So why are we here? What is the purpose of life? This is one of those age old questions. And my, my belief is 
that we are all born with a spiritual DNA, something that we were uh, a seed for greatness, if you will, of, of potential, what we are meant to grow into. Like an acorn grows into an oak, Ben has the seed of what he's meant to grow into. Amira has the seed of what she's meant to grow into. And in order to grow into that, we have to keep expressing more life growth. Okay. This is our more life directive. And how do we know where to go? What is more life for us? How do we actually live out our potential? Well, our desires, what we want are the breadcrumbs and we have to own those desires. So if you have a desire to date someone, or you have a desire for a new piece of equipment, or you have a desire for a better like living environment, right? That's calling you forward into more. And you have to learn how to become the person who has that thing. Okay. So let's say it's a new living environment. You want to move to a, you want to buy a house or move to a nicer uh, apartment, or you want to move to Paris, whatever it is. Okay. You have that desire. And if you go for it and let it be causative, okay. Like, oh, I really want that. I'm owning it. I'm not going to deny it. And now I'm going to let that bring in all the ideas of what I need to be, do, and have in order to execute it. And then I go execute on it. That's how you call it in. That's how desire is causative. But what most people do is they say, I don't know how to do that. Like, let's say you want a million dollar business and your brain initially goes to, I have no freaking idea how to do that. Okay. Then you, and, and so then the thing that's in front of you is, you know, you have to sign up to work with Ben to learn like how to build a business or to go to my podcast and listen to my teaching. So you know how to do this, right? You, you know what the next thing is, but something's going to, it's going to require something of you. It's going to require generally speaking your time or your money, right? So I gave both of those examples, hiring Ben, listening to Amira, right? Like both of those require that you grow and you do more. And where people get stuck is they stop. They say, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. And they stop growing and they don't let desire be causative. And they start dying instead of growing. And then they wake up at 30, 40, 50, 60, feeling like they haven't lived up to their potential and that they've regretted a bunch of things. And they feel like they've been scared all their lives trying to do the right thing, but never really risking going for more and following what they really want. It's clear. Okay. And so desire, like for me, I was like, okay, I, I want to make a million dollars. And I ended up doing that. Okay. Just not that first year. <laughs> okay. But I, I had that as a desire. I didn't know how to do that then. I, I, I really didn't. All the tools I had were get a good education and work hard and be a nice person. And all of those things are true. Like that's, those things don't hurt. Okay. But they didn't get me 
to that next, next level. I had to actually hire my mentor and it was more money than most people make in a year. Okay. And that scared the pants out of me, off of me. <laughs> I think it's off. <laughs> <laughs> All these pants started coming out of me. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, now we're really entering into some yeah. metaphysics here. <laughs> but, you know, I had to do something that was beyond my current uh, level of experience and mindset and make a decision from a place I wanted to be, not from the place I was. Mm-hmm. And I, I did that and I've kept doing that and it's, and it's not scary anymore because I understand that it's part of the, the creative process or how you take an idea from an idea to a manifested um, 3D experience or thing. Um, but it was, you know, that was a practice. I had to learn how to get good with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, desire is another word for desire. And I'm curious if, there's, if this is a semantics thing. Is desire really just a vision for a future worth having? Or is it kind of the the base level of at least a vision of a future worth having? Does it start with just desire? Yeah. You know, I'm pausing there because I think that that, that is absolutely true. But I also want to say that sometimes it can just be the new pair of shoes, right? Like it can be very uh, mundane, if you will. Like you... You walk past a store, you see the new pair of shoes, and you're like, those are sexy. I want those, right? And then you deny yourself that because you don't have the money, or you deny yourself that because for me, like I was told, um, not directly, but indirectly through behavior and conditioning, that spending money on clothing was frivolous and was a poor use of your money. Right. And I had to, to like start learning how to spend money on little things like that. And then when I did, I felt really good because I had a new pair of shoes and I loved them and I felt sexy and hot. And then I went and I made a sale, right. Or then I went and I like kicked, butt, being a great coach to one of my clients and it up-leveled my life. And so I think it works on the very mundane level and on the the big level. Mm. Okay. How do you avoid the trap that I think, and I say, I don't, maybe, maybe the language here is, is important, but um, of, of what I, you know, what I see, what I've seen myself kind of fall into uh, often or, or others, I'll, I can just mostly speak from personal experience right now is the trap of of um kind of just getting stuck within that phase of it right essentially just possession you know like hey i'll get the apple watch airpod pros iphone <laughs> tesla uh you know we're kind of just like that's that's kind of uh, lifestyle lifestyle yeah exactly yeah. yeah so you know i think here, here's my take on it, Ben. I'd love to hear your take on it too. So my take on it is that money simply amplifies who you truly are. So if you're a miserable, unhappy person, money is not going to change that. You're, it's just going to amplify it. Okay. I've been in 
fancy restaurants and I've seen very wealthy people treat people with like the service personnel with huge respect and just having fun and joy and, and, and everyone's having a good time. And then I've seen really rich people, um, behaving very poorly, right? Money doesn't, um, money doesn't change who you are. It just amplifies your experience. It allows you to do do more of that, and it gives you a certain amount of freedom and, and some power and certainty over your life. And so if you are someone who generally is like unhappy in her his relationships, um, you know, doesn't have a good relationship with their team members, um, you know, is unhappy, you know, and 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 Ben, I will tell you that when I first started this process, I woke up every morning totally anxious. I didn't, I didn't really like myself. There were lots of things I, I liked about myself, but there were huge parts of who I was being that I didn't really like. And I had to do the work on that as well. Um, so that when I have the money, it amplifies something that I really like. But I will say I am pro great lifestyle. Okay. There's nothing you can tell me, Ben, that is going to tell me that it's not really fun to have the money to buy whatever the frick I want. Okay. Sure. Like that is huge. And it's huge in a psychological manner as well. Like not being afraid of running out of money. That's a huge mental shift. That's abundance. And I just think, I, I mean, it's something that I want for everyone. And it's, and, and the beautiful thing is that it's, it's learnable and it's not separate from who you are. Does that make sense? It's learnable and it's not separate from who you are. Yes. Um, I'm just, I'm trying to make sure that I understand before I just blindly say, yes, that makes sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like trying to hold space here. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I haven't fully grasped what you meant by that. So you can learn these laws. Okay. And you can apply them because obviously knowledge without application does nothing. Okay. It, it means you're, you've, you're educated, but you haven't put it into to action. So all of all of what it takes to have an amazing friggin' life, you're defined by how you want to define it, okay, is learnable. Does that make sense now? Totally. Yep, that makes sense. And and it's in who you are already. So nothing that I would teach you or anyone else is outside of you in so much as, I mean, the, the information you might not have consciously right now, hmm. but you're working, everything is within law. Okay. So you are actually working within law. There's nothing outside of law. Okay. You're just not conscious of how these laws work so that you're not maximizing your potential but everything is already inside of you. You have the ability to make as much money as you desire. I know that sounds wackadoodle 
or or have the you know the relationships that you desire. I don't care what the goal is. If you sure. were telling me you wanted to be you know get an Oscar or win you know the the I don't know what the biggest artistic photography um, competition there is or whatever, right? Like whatever the thing that the the top prize is for your world, I you can do that. If for you, most people, it's just get a booking. You know, it's like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to fill my calendar. You know, it's like that's there's a direct correlation, you know, there to to the actual success that they're after. OK, so let's use that as an example, Ben. Please. So fill my calendar. Do you know what filling your calendar? This is where I do the intersection between the tactical, like very brass tacks, outer game. You got to figure this stuff out and the, the mindset piece. So what does filling your calendar mean? How many gigs do you need every month? Okay. Do you want to be working every weekend? Do you want to be working every day? Do, what, what does more look like for you? And how does that relate to your annual income number? Okay. Have you done the math on that? And is that sustainable? Once you're clear, okay. So let's say you want to have three gigs that a month that bring in 10K. Okay. I've just given everyone a raise. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I could, no, I got demoted. <laughs> okay, you got demoted. There you go. Okay. So you, you want whatever. <laughs> I think that's great. I love that. So, you know, you, you have the number. Okay. And then you're like, most people will go into some sort of like, yay, I know what I want. And then they'll go into denial. Like, that's never going to happen. Where are my clients? They're not here. And that's where you have to go back to the law of polarity, which says, if the desire is felt, the supply is ready to appear. Okay. So it's here and it's here now. Like the booking, the gigs, the three gigs, the five gigs, the 10 gigs, whatever the number is, those are here and they're here now. Mm. Okay. So what do I need to do on the 3D? Like, where's the opportunity? And everyone already knows, but they have started to deny it because they let circumstance come in. Circumstance being the phone's not ringing, right? No one's saying yes, whatever that version is, okay? Mm -hmm. Or it's the 28th and I've only gotten two gigs, not three, right? And you start letting the outside world take control of your creative process. And that's where people get really stuck. Yeah, that makes sense for the for the person listening right now who um, they're like, OK, I I believe you <laughs> like I'm in <laughs> I'm I what I've been trying, um, you know, it's worked to so far, but I'm, I'm, I want to try I want to I want to try other things. I, I'm like I want to I want to take kind of responsibility for this and 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 I'd love to kind of like dive in. So what would be their first step? Let's go like purely actionable step. I'd love to give people something very actionable. I think we've been, it's been good. We have given some action steps, but also maybe we spent some time and no bad, actually really good. Just kind of, uh, kind of defining maybe a little bit of the, of the understanding of what we're talking about. So what would be, what would be a first step for someone, uh, that, you know, when they're done driving from location to location or they get back home from walking the dog or they're done folding laundry and they take their ear pods out, <laughs> whatever you may be doing, um, that they, they ought to go do. 
Okay. Two, three things. And these are the first three steps in what I call the freedom equation. And we've kind of talked about them already, but I want to call them out. So it's super, super clear. First step, what do you want? Like, what do you really, really want? Okay. That's your first step. And you can't make it small. Okay. You can't, you can't go for, there's three types of goals, Ben. There's a, a, a lateral goal. Like I've done that already. I'm just, just want the same thing. There's a step goal, which is, okay, I've made 10 K this month. Let's make 12 K. Okay. Or I've made 2 K this month. Let's make 5 K. Right. Like that's a, that's a step goal. It's like a little bit more than what you've done already. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are stretch goals, which are the blow you out of the water kind of things. Like the, the ones where you're, you're thinking, how am I ever going to do that? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, I don't know the way. And I'm going to make the argument for your audience and for yourself as well that you, if you, if you haven't, you may have already set a freaking stretch goal. Go for what you really want, even though you don't know how to get there yet. Okay. You don't need to know the how yet. You just need to know the want because desire is causative. Okay. And if you, uh, make your wants smaller, you won't have enough juice behind them to do quite frankly, the challenging things that you need to do in your business to break free, to break through. Okay. So you really need to, to set that high goal. And there's so many reasons why people don't, I don't want to be disappointed. What, what will people think? Um, that's impossible. I don't know how, like all the noise starts coming in to your thinking. So ignore that and just write down what you want. They've, they've done studies that if you actually write down your goal, you are 42% more likely to achieve it. Okay. That's a huge percentage. So what do you want? Write it down Two, where are you now? Like get really clear on where you're starting. I was very clear about where I was starting. I knew like how much I had made the year before. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and, and this is most people won't, uh, won't want to look at either of these two things with any clarity and it, it pays to be clear here. And it's specifically about where you're starting. There is a financial place where you're starting. And then there is an understanding place of where you're starting. And I consistently, this is one of the reasons I think I've been able to have these breakthroughs in my career is that I'm, I'm so honest with myself about where I'm at. I don't BS myself. I don't say, um, you know, I've got this marketing dialed in when it's not dialed in or, um, I know how to do this in my business when I don't know how to do it. Right. Or I'm showing up with my partner in this way when I'm really not, I'm like resentful or something like that. Like, Mm. like, like get really honest, you know, in all the areas of your life. But right now we're talking about your finances. So honesty there. And then you have where you're starting and where you want to be. And now it's a simple math equation. Okay. 
And this is the freedom equation is based on initially this simple math equation, which is, okay, what's the differential there between where you want to be and where you are now? You'll solve that's X. Now let's solve for X. Well, what would you need to make monthly? What would you need to make weekly? What would you need to make daily? Okay. And then it's a math equation. Okay. And it's unemotional. It's just like, oh, okay. Well then who would I need to be and what would I need to do and what would I need to have in order to create that income? And there's only three ways to make more money. One is to raise your prices. One is to sell more widgets. So your services or your products. So quantity. And one is to, to add a new channel of income. So when you look at the math equation, then you have to go, okay, what's the fastest path to cash for, for me in my business that I love doing? Okay. So the fastest path to cash for me is not something that I hate. Okay. It's something that I'm going to want to do every day. And is it adding a new channel of income? Is it selling more of something or is it raising my prices or some combination therein? And you Mm -hmm. build a plan. Okay. Around that. And then, 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 then it's bringing the laws and, you know, the truth, I call it bringing truth to the equation because many people know what to do, right? Like, like getting there, very tactical, what to do, but they keep stopping because of the subconscious programming and having beliefs that don't align with where they want to go consciously. And they keep self-sabotaging. And this is where the, the breakthroughs happen at, you know, that's this, the secret sauce kind of thing. Love it. That's clear. Okay. I get it. I think, I think, I think hopefully you're, you know, this is one of those episodes that like, I think it becomes an opening for people. You know, it's like, there's, I think there's just a lot of curiosity around this conversation, you know? And, and obviously I don't think we've like arrived at like, okay, this is the definitive thing. And I don't think that's the goal of our conversation. I, I just see so much curiosity. Uh, I could just see it welling up in people, which sounds crazy because people haven't even, haven't even listened to this yet, but I got, I'm already envisioning it. I'm already envisioning the curiosity and the, huh, I wonder what's there. I wonder, I wonder what's there uh, for me. And, um, and I'm really, I'm really excited about that. Um, and Amir, I want to know where people can can take this curiosity and continue to learn more from you and uh, from your resources where you know where can people tune in absolutely so i'm going to give you three places at the risk of confusing people but i hope it's clear okay so go with me everyone so the first place is the unstoppablewoman.com/listen so that's our podcast and if you're interested in the laws or manifestation, there are, are episodes early on in our podcasting that go deep into this stuff. And I'm constantly bringing it into to all the teaching. So the podcast is really a, a, a teaching platform and, you know, obvious, obviously totally free. So please, I encourage you to subscribe to that and really get this information. It's, it's super important to really change your belief structure and how you perceive the way the world works. And this is a great asset for that. The second thing is we have uh, something called the morning mindset club, which is currently also free. And it, and it's a, 
a, a mindset lesson every morning. That's an audio lesson. And we have, you know, it's a full, it's actually a full program, Ben, that right now we're doing free. And it's like a, a teaching uh, that right now we're going through Think and Grow Rich and I'm breaking it down in really bite-sized pieces and mm. helping people understand how to make use of this. So we have a lock in the learning activity and a little quiz that goes with it, making it fun. Um, so that's a place that you can go and you can find that on our free stuff page. So the, the unstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. And then the third place is if you are someone who's like listening to this and going, oh my God, all my cells just re realigned and I want more, right? Like you want to fast track this. Now we are doing a three-day virtual summit at the end of June, June 26th, 27th, and 28th. And that would be a great way to fast track this because it's an immersive experience and you're going to leave with a full, fully fleshed out success plan. So that's, um, you can find that at thenstoppablewoman.com slash virtual summit. Awesome. Amira, thank you for being here. Thank you for, uh, yeah, sharing all these, um, these laws, these, these new possibilities for people. Um, I really appreciate you just kind of, uh, going for it. There's, there's so much here. I'm like, I've been taking notes of like what I'm going to title this episode and what, what we actually covered. And, and I have so much, <laughs> I have so many notes. There's so many possibilities, even in that of like, what it's just going to be really good though. Um, so I just appreciate you being here and, um, and being so open with all this. I love it. This is, this is my passion. So, uh, the the more I can bring this to a wider audience, the more um, my life gets better. So it feels really, it feels so, so, you know, it changed my life, Ben, and I just want to share it with others so that it can change their lives as well. So thank you so much for having me on. Appreciate it. Podcast listeners, thank you for tuning in. I, I really appreciate it. Um, if you're sitting here wondering what what was that? <laughs> what did we just talk about? I just want to challenge you. I just want to I want to hang the space like hang in the space with you for a minute, and that, and just to ask yourself like is it just when you look around at the most successful people that you admire, athletes, uh, entrepreneurs, photographers, fathers, mothers, whatever it is, um. I just get, I encourage you to ask yourself, I wonder if there's something more than just, you know, what they just, how they kept, how they kept working hard and, and what they did and what they did and what they did. And, um, and I, and I'm, I just want to challenge you on that, that, um, when I've looked around, I've noticed that there's a huge component. There's something, uh, there's something under the visible. There's something, um, that I'm not quite seeing that is changing their results. And, um, and just get curious about that. You know, what else could be out there? What else could be true? How, how impactful, uh, could this stuff be? And here's the next question. And this is, this is really for the doubters out there. If, um, if there was something else to your success, apart from just hustle, 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 apart from just, um, doing more, if there was something more to it with these laws, more to it with your mindset, here's my question. Would you want to know? Thanks everyone for listening. I really appreciate you. We'll see you on the next episode of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. 
Bye, everybody.